to work from... is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. How is everybody feeling on your Monday? Hope you are full of energy and enthusiasm and optimism for the week ahead. Hope that your job has not already crushed your soul just four hours into your work week. Or maybe be a negative. It's going to be a good day, going to be a good week. we got a lot to talk about over the course of the next couple of hours here on the Workday Red Zone. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. We're all over the place on your radio dial. And also coming at you. Online at 953theticket.com. A reminder, as always, that you can take us with you on the go. And what you do there is you download the EAB Media Group app and look for that ticket logo. Click Listen Live. You're going to be all set. If you want to shout at us today, uh, reminder, dial the area code 870-930-3776. This is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And uh, if you don't want to give us a ring, if you're still, you know, not really down with talking to people in person, you can always reach out on social media. Uh, that is Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio. And on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. The hashtag to use to find today's KavanaughCars.com question is WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined today by producer Ryan James. Yeah, really me here on a Monday. Are you sure? Yeah, well, and it's also like looking at the weather right now. It looks like we got some, some maybe a little bit of storms coming that yeah. can sometimes bring some gloom. But no, everything's okay. Okay, everything's all right, all right. good, you know? good. Uh, what do we got going on today? Here in just a second, we'll dive into some headlines, and uh, we'll tell you we've got some some comments from uh, some coaches that we'll share with you throughout the course of the program. Do you want to wish a big, uh, I guess, good luck or send well wishes? All of that. To coach Brian Hodson and his significant other Jordan, they're set to give birth to their first child really at any moment. Or if that's already happened and he hasn't posted on social yet, well, then let me be the first person to publicly say congratulations. Uh, but that is, of course, a story that we're following. He was not with the team on Saturday because, of course, at uh, at this point in time, not really a great idea to travel. Uh, so he didn't make the trip, and that's okay. Uh, it ended up being a road sweep for Arkansas State basketball on Saturday at Texas State. The shorthanded A-State men's team won 79-72 to and picked up their first win in San Marcos in a decade behind four players in double figures. Avery Feltz was the Red Wolves' leading scorer. He finished with 17 points. Also in San Marcos on Saturday, the A-State women's team used a late run to power past Texas State. For a 57-53 win, Izzy Higginbottom, hat tip, congratulations to her. She crossed the 1,000-point threshold for her career during that game, and she led the Red Wolves with 20 points. We'll talk men's basketball with you in Hour 1. We'll talk women's basketball with you in Hour 2. And, of course, they're going to be talking basketball tonight at Live with the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. 
I don't know if we'll see Coach Brian Hodson out there, but I can guarantee there will be somebody out there. There will be a coach out there talking A-State basketball with you. And, of course, A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers is going to be out there. They're going to recap these teams' wins on Saturday and also answer your question and uh, that show will begin at 6 tonight on 107.9 K-Fine. Elsewhere on Saturday, Arkansas men's basketball suffered a 77-64 setback to South Carolina at Bud Walton Arena. So that is uh, <laughs> that is uh, the news from over the weekend, and I, I'm not laughing at uh, the news. I'm laughing already at some of your answers on social media to the KavanaughCars.com question. So let's throw it out there and get this party started. I want to know what's the most hilarious or bizarre thing you've watched live during a game. Now, live could be live could be on TV, okay? Doesn't necessarily have to be live in person, but you needed to have actually saw it as it unfolded and not just later on while you were going through the day's highlights in social media. So again, you had to have watched it live either via TV or or while you're there in the stands. And it could be most hilarious or most bizarre. So we're looking for either funny, funny, ha-ha, or funny, funny, weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of you out there know what we are taking our inspiration from today. But, but if you do not, let me clarify the situation. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk a lot about the A-State men's win. Uh, and San Marcos from over the weekend, 79-72. We shared that final score with you just a moment ago. But there was there was an interesting situation that, that unfolded on Saturday. So you're going through that game, normal game, whatever, kind of a back-and-forth game, good game. And Arkansas State gets to a point where, not just Arkansas State, I think there was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 12 minutes left in this game, okay? Caleb Fields is at the stripe. And he's shooting a pair of free throws. And between his first and second attempt, you have a situation where where a young man rolls out onto the court in in a wheelchair. Almost immediately, uh, another guy is right behind him, grabs him, wheels it off. This is a situation that took two to three seconds in real time. But it was a stoppage in play. And what kind of piqued my interest about this and several others, is that the broadcaster mentioned that the man who was on the court had a, uh inappropriate shirt. So that got my attention. And I'm not going to say exactly what the shirt said, because I don't know where it falls on the will or will not absolutely get me fired slider. Uh, but I can tell you... The man was wearing a t-shirt proclaiming just how passionate he is about mothers, uh, to steal a phrase from from Logan Whaley. The thing that kind of moves this from funny, funny, ha-ha, because I'm not necessarily making fun of these young men, to funny, funny, weird, is that it just, like, nobody knows anything else about the situation. It was like these guys materialized out of thin air, ended up on the court, and then immediately were off the court, disappeared into the tunnel, and nobody saw them again. There was no no security that <laughs> appeared to investigate this situation, at least not that I've heard from our friends who covered this in Texas State. It's it's just everything about it is just bizarre. The shirt, the disappearing act, it's it's kind of crazy. There's been a lot of speculation about it on social media. 
it was brought up that there's a good chance that it was an honest-to-goodness accident, that the, the man pushing the other man in the wheelchair tripped, and that's why we saw that guy kind of go flying out onto the court, and also why we were so quick to hop out there and, and get him, because you can tell that the young man in the wheelchair is just absolutely mortified by the situation. So it could have been an honest-to-goodness accident. There was also a lot of speculation on social media that perhaps this was a punishment for losing a fantasy football league or coming in dead last because we're starting to see uh, some last-place finishers and fantasy football end up with some very, very interesting punishments. And that was the internet speculation. But honestly, we will never know. This is honestly not that big of a story. I mean, A-State won the game. Uh, I highly doubt anybody's thinking about it moving forward, but it did give us an, uh, this opportunity to ask today's CavanaughCars.com question. Again, the most hilarious or just most bizarre thing you've ever watched live during a game or other sporting event. So, uh, again, we have no other news about what happened on Saturday. Just a young man in a wheelchair making it out onto the court in a t-shirt proclaiming his absolute adoration for moms. And uh, that's where we'll stop with this segment uh, brought to you. I don't even know if they want to be tagged in this segment, but uh, we've got uh, a, a lot more to talk about today. Some things that you know were more important in the grand scheme of things, including a pair of Arkansas State wins. And we're going to come back uh, in the next segment and recap how the men's basketball team was able to get it done in their 79-77 victory at Texas State. Also, just how big that win is to be able to go out and get the first road win. But that's all a conversation we're going to have after we return here in this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. That is on the way next. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo is coming Sunday, January 28th. This is our 27th year for the Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, connecting over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. For booths space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, January 28th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. You've been hearing a lot about Medicare as you approach age 65, and Woody Harrelson wants to help you learn about your options and make the decision that's best for you. Call Woody at 870-897-5000. That's 897-5000. Or come by 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today to learn how Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield Medicare plans offer the right peace of mind for your needs and budget. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent of Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas. 
Shaw. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Jonesboro Cycle is your go-to for all your power sports needs. Whether it be off-road, on-road, or on the walk, they have you covered. Check out their inventory of four-wheelers, side-by-sides, motorcycles, dirt bikes, cruisers, go-karts, scooters, personal watercrafts, boats, and even boat motors. And because of you and your support, Jonesboro Cycle has grown from a 1,200-square-foot building on Carroll to the 185,000-square-foot motorsports mecca that it is today. With all the brands like Honda, Yamaha, Indian Motorcycle, Kawasaki, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Manitow, Havoc Boats, and more. And they're the only store in the state with all those brands under one gigantic roof. And their service department has been upgraded, renovated, and redesigned to give you the service you deserve. The new Jonesboro Cycle is an experience. Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. 11 759 U.S. Highway 63 in Bono or jonesboroCycle.com. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the Bible. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. At Dirksen Hospice, we understand that every moment matters. In your time of need, we're here to provide support for you and your loved ones. Our dedicated team is committed to creating a caring and personal experience tailored to your unique needs all around Northeast Arkansas. Hi, I'm April Tate, and I've worked with Dirksen Hospice for seven years. I've seen firsthand the positive impact we have on families during challenging times. It's not just about medical care, it's about creating moments of comfort and connection. To learn more about our compassionate care, find us on Facebook, Dirksen Hospice. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Ryan with you on a Monday. Yay. Uh, phone lines open at 870-930-3776. I say yay like I'm struggling. I'm not. We've got several wins to recap today, which always means it's going to be a great day uh, and a great hour brought to you here by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Um, our KavanaughCars.com question today, what's the most hilarious or most bizarre Thing you've ever watched live during a game and we're taking our inspiration from a young man Saturday at the Texas State game uh, that made it onto the court in apparel that proudly proclaimed his adoration for moms uh, but uh, ultimately that's not the biggest takeaway from that game the biggest takeaway is that Arkansas State men's basketball went out and they were able to get their first road Sunbelt victory of the season and just the second true road victory 
of the year, with the first being that win at Louisville. So this was just good, period. It really doesn't matter how it unfolded. Uh, It doesn't matter what the highlights or the lowlights were. All road wins are good wins. Uh, Actually, all wins, period, are good wins. So we'll say all road wins are great wins, uh, regardless of how the game unfolded. That being said, there were some things that unfolded in the game that that were spectacular. Uh, But, you know, going into the game, there were some storylines that that I was concerned about uh, leading into that one. One we found out prior to the game, and again, uh, the, the, an upcoming congratu- congratulations, but we found out that, that Coach Brian Hodson was not with the team as he had opted to stay in Jonesboro because his significant other, Jordan, uh, set to give birth literally at any point in time, didn't want to travel, could completely understand that. So he wasn't with the team. Now, I saw a note from Coach Hodson saying, hey, look, he had faith in his coaches, so it wasn't that big of a deal. They were prepared for the game. No big deal there. So, all right, if Coach Hodson has uh, no concern about being away from the team, then I don't don't have any concern about Coach Hodson being away from the team yet either. What was, however, concerning was how shorthanded Arkansas State was in the post going into that one. Uh, The Red Wolves were without Ledoux LeCou, and the Red Wolves were also without LaQuil Hardnett. Unfortunately, both of those men with the flu, which right now is just like, it is what it is right now, it seems like, in Northeast Arkansas. You either have had the flu, uh, currently have the flu, or will have the flu. Uh, that just seems kind of like the, the stretch that we're in right now from a health perspective. But uh, ultimately, no big deal. They're all right. These guys, they're, they're going to be shorthanded. You're going to have to deal with Brandon Love, but all right, it is what it is. And then three minutes into that game, Isaiah Nelson went down as well. And you're just thinking, oh, no. Okay, maybe not you. I was thinking, oh, no. How is this team going to be able to go out and combat Brandon Love, who did an absolute number on them in Jonesboro in the first half? How are they going to combat him without without anybody to play in the, in the post? I mean, yes, you had DeAndre Dominguez, but, like, that was it. And, and you're asking a lot, a lot from a guy. To be literally like your only post player (laughs) and deal with Brandon Love and also try and still be a primary scoring threat and this and that and the other. So I was concerned. I was big time concerned when Nelson went down. And then you get into a situation where there's about six minutes left in the first half and DeAndre Dominguez has picked up his second foul. And and then I was just thinking, oh man, you know, he's got to come off the court. This is this is not good. This is not good at all for a state. Because at that point in time, the biggest guy on the court for the final six minutes of the first half was Julian Luol. And Julian Luol is six foot six. That is that is not big in college basketball terms. You know that. Uh, so that was a real concern after DeAndre Dominguez had to sub out with six eighteen remaining. But instead of Arkansas State, you know, being taken advantage of in the post, instead of, you know, Texas it, it, instead of allowing Texas State to bully the Red Wolves. Instead, we saw Arkansas State in that final six minutes of the first half go from a two-point lead to a seven-point lead. And that was the most significant stretch of basketball that happened in that game on Saturday, in my opinion. Now, obviously, you still had a whole other half to play, but but if A-State had buckled in that stretch, then it would have it could have been a, a huge turning point, and and I think that we would have saw Texas State saw come come out with a win in the second half. But again, that didn't happen. Uh, there were a couple things that were key. One, the hot shooting of Avery Feltz because the Red Wolves were on fire in the first half. Uh, Feltz especially 
I want to say he was four of five in the first half. And the Red Wolves overall were eight of 18. And the only reason, by the way, that Feltz missed a shot in the first half is because he had to throw one up at the buzzer after getting a steal. And it was from like midcourt. Um, Avery Feltz is a tremendous shooter, but that that obviously is an incredibly low percentage shot to just have to turn around and fling it at the basket. Uh, But uh, that was his only miss of the first half. Ultimately, he finished with 17 points on 5-7 shooting and a pair of three free throws to go with it. 5-7 for three, by the way, and a pair of free throws to go with it. So he was a state scoring leader uh, there throughout the game. Now, that was kind of the first half recap. Looking at what happened in the second half, I, I was again impressed by by a state you know texas state did come out and play well uh they they got it tied only to have arkansas state hit a couple threes and pull away but then with about gosh 17 minutes left in that game a state went really really cold from three and so slowly but surely we saw the bobcats start to chip away at that lead and with seven minutes left it was it was tied But A-State continued to just be resilient. Over and over, we saw Arkansas State, despite despite being outsized, you know, be able to attack the glass. And while ultimately, you know, they were minus six on the glass, I'm not going to be mad about that due to uh, how shorthanded they were. And A-State did have an advantage in terms of offensive rebounding. There were several other things that A-State did well. You know, 14 assists to just 8 turnovers. They forced 13 turnovers, turnovers, which is something I have wanted to see this team do more of. You know, DeAndre Dominguez had 4 steals in that game, 11 steals all day. So you had all of these things kind of come together. And this team overcome a little bit of adversity to be able to get the win on Saturday. It was really interesting to me. The, the opposing coaches' game plans and how both the uh, men's and women's coaching game plans kind of mirrored each other. For the men, it was, it was hey, we're not going to let Caleb Fields beat us twice. For the women, you know, same thing, but, hey, we're not going to let Izzy Higginbottom beat us twice. Because, you know, if you flash back to when these teams played in Jonesboro, it was 35 for Fields, 33 for Izzy. In those wins over Texas State when these uh, this was played in, at First National Bank Arena back on, on January the 11th. So clearly the coaches had that game plan coming in. And they did a great job. Caleb Fields didn't score until there were 20 minutes, 12, bleh, 12 minutes left in the game. He was 2 of 9 from the floor. He only had 3 assists. Those are really low numbers for Caleb Fields. But again, due to rebounding, due to second chance points. Due to the way the bench played, A-State was able to come out on top, 79-72. And also hat tip to Isaiah Nelson. Even after that injury, he came back in later on and was able to play about five minutes or so in the second half, and it was crucial. So again, just any way you can possibly like define a, a team win, it seems like the Red Wolves did it. And just several positive things that happened that all factored in to a 79-72 win for A-State. The Ken Pomeroy rankings today at 159, which is where kind of been the the high water mark for the season in the 150s. Net is uh, below 200. But coming up is going to be a test as the Red Wolves are on the road Thursday at the Raging Cajuns. And the Cajun Dome is a 
very tough place to play. Also, this is already a team that, that beat you once. So going and being able to get some payback is, is going to be easier said than done. But again, A-State able to get that first road conference win on Saturday at Texas State. So looking around here at where the Red Wolves are at right now, the team was able to move to 8 and 11 overall with the victory. A-State is above 500 in Sunbelt Conference play at 4 and 3. And coming up here in just a little bit, we will look at the rest of those Sunbelt Conference stats as well as what happened over the weekend in the belt. Do you want to brag on, I guess, all of A-State athletics uh, in terms of what happened over the weekend? Uh, we'll talk uh, later on about the women's win, but you had a men's basketball road win. You had a women's basketball road win. Bowling uh, played in the Northeast Classic, participated in the Northeast Classic. They went 13-0, and uh, which is pretty impressive. Can't do it any better than that. You had uh, A-State women's tennis uh, playing at the Trim Gym, and they went 7-0 and on Friday. They went 3-4 and on Saturday, but however, that 7-0 and uh, that 7-0 game on, on, uh, on Friday, that was the first 7-0 and day for A-State tennis since 2011. And then also track and field in action, indoor track and field in action. I think there were three program records, two or three program records that were set over the weekend. I think it was two, excuse me. And then maybe three individual first place finishes. So again, just good stuff all around for Arkansas State Athletics uh, since we talked to you back on Friday. A whole lot of different positives. We will step aside here for a break. Again, our Kavanaugh Cars.com question is, what is the most hilarious or bizarre thing you've ever watched live during a game? Twitter coming through as always at Kara underscore Richie. But uh, when we come back, we'll continue talking about this A-State winner. We'll have some audio for you from assistant coach Derek Grongstad. That is on the way. Right after this in this noon hour, brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Keep it with us on the tickets. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Rice prices down slightly, other crops up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 447, up one and a half, with May corn at 457 and a quarter, up one and a quarter. March soybeans, 1222 and a half, up nine and a quarter, with May soybeans, 1231, up eight. March wheat at 598 and a quarter, up five, with May wheat at 608 and a quarter, up four and three quarters. March con at 8493, up 98, with May con at 8591, up 102. March rice at 1761 and a half, down two, with May rice at 1795, unchanged. Moving on to livestock now, February live cattle at 173.37 and a half down a dollar, with April live cattle at 176.55 down 82 and a half. January feeder cattle at 229.50 down 60. March feeder cattle at 230.47 and a half down 147 and a half. February lane hogs at 70.55 down 20, with April hogs at 77.60 down 55. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. 
Have you signed up for the Arkansas Rice Annual Meeting at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro on February 1st? The event is free to attend and kicks off at 8 a.m. with four timely panel discussions, including federal policy and state legislative efforts, the importance of the Arkansas Rice Checkoff, and an in-depth conversation about rice varieties. A free lunch will be provided to registered attendees. Register online at ArkansasRice.org by January 26th. We'll see you at the Arkansas Rice Annual Meeting February the 1st in Jonesboro. Finding your place is more than just a location. It's about discovering your purpose, exploring your passions on a campus that feels like home. At A-State, you can achieve at the highest levels, form lasting relationships, and support the Red Wolves, both on campus and in the wild. Whether you're into research, the arts, healthcare, or maybe something else, there's a place for you at Arkansas State University. Find your place in the pack. Visit astate.edu to learn more. It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal Informal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there so you can plan your entire wedding in one day. Brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes. And this year, admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, from 11 until 4 at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Some things in life are just too important to chance. When choosing your cardiology team, consider the only hospital with an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog. Delivering world-class heart and vascular care and an unmatched safety protocol, NEA Baptist stands above the rest. With a team of the most skilled physicians and the region's largest multi-specialty group, your heart is in capable hands. You have a choice in your heart and vascular care. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal, it's a promise. Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 at East Highland and Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and... Ryan hanging out with you today. What is the most hilarious or bizarre thing you've ever watched live during a game? That is our CavanaughCars.com question. And we will share some of your answers as we go along here in this noon hour. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Because as always, you all deliver on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, some interesting coaching carousel news. There's always, we're, we're maybe done. With the coaching carousel news in college football, of course, I say that maybe is doing a lot of work here. 
because obviously what Jim Harbaugh decides to do is going to have ripple down effects. Uh, assuming he does not, you know, stay at, at Michigan, obviously there will be a domino effect there, and we'll have to wait and see what happens next. But uh, everybody's favorite bully of the belt is back in the belt. Paul Petrino, who was the head coach at I- Idaho for several years, including the time window where they were in the Sun Belt Conference, has joined Major Applewhite's staff at South Alabama. So again, the, the bully of the belt is back. Uh, let's let's switch topics. So I want to continue talking about this Arkansas State men's basketball winner from Saturday at Texas State. Again, the Red Wolves coming out on top 79-72 and picking up their first Sunbelt road win of the season. Every time I keep looking at Twitter, I keep laughing because of your answers. But uh, but anyways, on, on to the audio. Uh, of course, with Coach Brian Hodson out, uh, his assistant stepping up in pregame, postgame duty as well. And it was assistant coach Derek Rongstadt who handled the post-game Q&A. Of course, it's always easy to talk about a winner. Uh, so Coach Rongstadt had no issues doing just that. And he starts his conversation by talking about what a big win it was for the Red Wolves. Yeah, I mean, th- this team's heart tonight was, you know, I, I thought we were together. And uh, obviously without our head coach, uh, ho- hoping, uh, praying for, for him and Jordan, you know, having a, a healthy baby, shorthanded coming into the game without two of our bigs, and then Zay goes down early playing against, you know, one of the best bigs in the Sun Belt. Obviously, we struggled with him the first the, the first game. He had 19 in the first half against us, and it was, it was just a team effort. You know, Freddie did a really good job fighting him in the post. Dre did a really good job, got a few steals fighting him in the post. Um, and, and, I mean, Top, top bottom, all, all 10 guys that were healthy and, and here checked in the game and, and everyone did their part. Continuing on here, uh, there was a, a stretch in the second half where, you know, there were a couple times where, where Texas State tied it up and, and had tipped to them. Uh, they, they did some things well, uh, just in terms of frustrating Arkansas State, frustrating Caleb Fields. But there was a stretch there where when they had tied it up with seven minutes left, you had a, a series where A State missed missed a shot, but yet got or ex- yeah missed a shot, but then was able to go out and get a rebound. Missed another shot, able to get a rebound, and just kind of kept that going until eventually it turned into a, a free throw that kind of sort of iced that game, and just a really big stretch there. Uh, for Arkansas State to help put it away uh, when it looked like Texas State was threatening. And Coach Rongstad talks about uh, just how, how important some of those stretches were in the second half. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we talk about being a blue-collar team, and, and, you know, we have the blue-collar points, and, and, you know, sometimes we feel like, you know, when, when things aren't going our way, when shots aren't going in, that, that sometimes it affects that side of the game and I thought tonight shots going in shots not going in it really we, we were consistent with our effort coming up with all those loose balls and and obviously those two big offensive rebounds leading to the and one was was kind of the the final dagger for us again if I have to pick a stat that I'm most impressed by in this one it's probably offensive rebounding a state had 13 o boards uh just 10 for the bobcats and and then here's the big number in terms of what that turned into the Red Wolves had 16 second-chance points to just six for Texas State. And again, to reiterate, A-State was without Ladue LeCue. A-State was without Laquil Hardman. 
Nelson, uh, Isaiah Nelson, excuse me, only played seven minutes. So you just had, you had a significant lack of size, but yet A-State was still able to do that with some incredible rebounding uh, from its guards and then also from, from DeAndre Dominguez as well. But uh, Coach Rongstad talks about uh, what the Red Wolves were able to do on the glass. Being smaller than them, you know, coming, in t- coming into the game and then obviously, you know, Zay only able to play seven, seven and a half minutes and still being able to, to get more offensive rebounds than them. You know, he crashed in the glass. He didn't get any defensive rebounds, but I thought he did an excellent job keeping their bigs from getting the offensive rebounds. And, and we talk about gang rebounding. I thought our guards did a really good job rebounding down today as well. Just uh, one, no, two more clips, excuse me, to play for you here from assistant coach Derek Rongstad. We mentioned Isaiah Nelson. Again, it was just it was just three minutes into the game when he was injured. And I've gone back and watched that clip a couple times, and I apologize. I still don't know exactly what happened. I know it was an e- a knee injury because when he came back in, he was all bandaged up on, on a knee. And then uh, at the end of the game when he was on the bench, he had an ice pack on the knee. So clearly it is a knee. Uh, but as far as how that happened and any other information about it, I, I don't have uh, any kind of insight there. But I thought for sure with how much pain he was in when he went down that there was no way in the world we'd see him again. But Isaiah Nelson, uh, stubborn, I, I got to say, in, in a good way, wanted to come back in. He was able to come back in and, and tough it out through the pain for about five minutes in the second half. Now, ultimately, he went back to, to the bench, which you, uh, you get it. You never want to play a, a player through pain. But uh, just even though uh, the minutes don't look like much, uh, seven minutes, he still had three blocks, a steal, and a rebound in that short amount of time on the court. Yeah, I mean, playing through an a injury, and obviously he, he was you know in some pain going back out there, but just doing whatever he could. I thought that's what everyone did. Whatever you could do today, you know, we, we needed every, every minute. We needed every one of those blocks. And, and him <clears throat> wanting to go back in, and you know, playing as as many minutes as he was capable of playing, and and obviously, you know, prided himself on the defensive end tonight, getting three big blocks for us. Once, you know, when they were really trying to punch it in, try to wear our our, our uh, front court down a little bit. Now this is the last clip here. Of course, uh, I think you know. Look, the storyline for this one was what A State was able to do defensively and in, in rebounding, but at the end of the day, you still got to put points on the board. Uh, Avery Feltz had 17. DeAndre Dominguez had 12. Taryn Todd, Julian Luol, both with 13 apiece. And by the way, I really feel like Dominguez and Luol especially played bigger than their stats. But Coach Rongstad here talks about some of the scoring leaders for the Red Wolves from Saturday. Our our offense, you know, obviously we shoot a lot of threes, and that's a big part of our, our offense. But it's really we just talk about taking the, you know, analytically – good shots and whether that's Caleb getting downhill if they're not going to help well then he's going to go for 35 points you know getting layups and 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 if they're not helping off our shooters if they are helping off our shooters we're going to spray the ball around and you know whoever whoever is taking taking the shots for us we're you know we have a lot of shooters coming off the bench in our starting lineup you know Dre's been one of our better shooters he goes one for seven it, it's next man up mentality and, and Julian and Avery really gave us a spark uh tonight hitting eight eight threes for us so again, just a, a lot of positives to take from the way the Red Wolves played, and the biggest positive at all, uh, the biggest positive of all of it, again, it's just the fact that it was a road win. You got to have some of those in a perfect world, and in you know some belt play, if you win all your home games and then split your road games, you're probably in a pretty good spot uh, to perhaps uh, contend for a league title or at least uh, finish in the top four of the standings, which is what. 
a state is trying to do to get to that bye there when the Sunbelt Conference Tournament begins. Now, there's still some work to do. Uh, A-State is not there yet in terms of the top four. And we'll talk about that in just a moment after we look over the standings, or excuse me, the results from Saturday. We go back to Saturday. Interesting that Georgia Southern, who is, again, they started started the year over 12 in non-conference play. They picked up a little bit of momentum since Sunbelt play has started. And they won at home against Georgia State, 86-70. to 70. Uh, Southern Miss, again, a close winner. Uh, that's one that got away uh, from A-State earlier in the week. Southern Miss able to top Troy 64-60. to 60. Troy started out the season, I want to say, 5-0 and in Sunbelt Conference play and then suffered back-to-back losses last week. The Raging Cajuns were on the road at South Alabama where they picked up an 88-79 victory. App State uh, at home where they pumped Coastal Carolina 88-59. James Madison also at home, a solid win for them, 67-52 against Marshall. A little bit surprised by this one, but ULM was able to go out and get a road win over the weekend, knocking off Old Dominion 80-73. Of course, that means the Sunbelt Conference standings have shifted just a little bit. App State is at the top of the league with a 6-1 and one record, followed by JMU, Southern Miss, and Troy all at 5-2. and two. You got a whole group of teams at 4-3. and three. Louisiana, Georgia State, Marshall, Arkansas State, Georgia, Southern. South Alabama is 3-4. and four. Coastal is 2-5. and five. Texas State, ULM, ODU, 1-6. and six. So nobody in the league right now is winless. Nobody in the league right now is lossless. So you've got... Uh, You've got all kinds of, of spread out standings and records right now in the Sunbelt Conference. One more note on Sunbelt basketball. If you recall, right at the beginning of the season, the Sunbelt and the MAC played a game. And for the men, all of those games, and this was league-wide, this was league-wide. So for the men, all of those games were played at the MAC opponent. For the women, they were all played at the at the Sunbelt team that was that was taking part in the game. So what they do now is there's going to be another one of these games coming up next weekend. And they pair the teams by net ranking. I, I don't know if it's straight across the board. Like the top team in the Sunbelt will automatically play the top team in the MAC. Second team automatically plays second team and so on and so forth. But if... If that's the case, I think A-State men's basketball would be facing 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Ohio. Because the teams are very similarly ranked in, in the net. But we're going to find out those matchups sometime today. And obviously I've got, you know, my phone sitting six inches from me. So whenever we get that email, uh, we will know about those pairings. And of course, we'll talk a little bit more about that. We are certainly not done talking about basketball in general as we will talk about the A-State women's winner coming up in hour two. But just a reminder, of course, as always, that if you want a great way to help A-State athletics and community programs, you can when you donate to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and additional exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. So find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact, spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. Uh, let us step aside, and we'll come back, wrap up this noon hour 
brought to you by Dustin White Realty right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Trick and this is above the noise. After being selected as Mr. Irrelevant in the 2022 NFL Draft, Niners quarterback Brock Purdy has been heavily scrutinized. The team's performance in this weekend's divisional round matchup against the Packers didn't do the young QB many favors either. Purdy made multiple turnover-worthy throws and struggled to operate Kyle Shanahan's normally efficient offense. But we have to be fair to Purdy. Despite a poor showing through the air, the quarterback kept firing in heavy rain. He never faltered. He orchestrated multiple crucial scoring drives and came up big during the team's biggest drive of the season, helping the Niners go to the NFC title game. But it wasn't a dominant performance that many had expected, but not everyone can be elite every time they step onto the field. There are going to be those down days, and when your franchise quarterback can overcome those struggles and rally his team to victory, that tells you a whole lot about the longevity of this young quarterback. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources crack screen on your phone or tablet it's going to be okay it happens get it fixed up and protected at cell phone station in jonesboro for all screen repairs on your smartphone tablet ipad or apple watch call 203-0993 all iphone screens replaced in 20 minutes Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes cell phone station in the highland shopping center at the corner of red wolf and highland in jonesboro near fuji steakhouse cell phone station home of the 20 minute iphone repair get your iphone back glass fixed now at cell phone station go by for details at first national bank our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process simple proven and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home since 1889 that's been the first national bank way 
because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Our new hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. What is the most hilarious or most bizarre thing you've ever watched live during a game? This is not bizarre, like super duper weird, but it, I guess more this would be more unique. I was at a game... In St. Louis on May the 21st of 2009, where Albert Pujols went yard. Now, that was certainly not <laughs> not an anomaly of his 700-plus career home runs. There were a whole lot that were hit there at Bush Stadium. But in this one specifically, he hit the Big Mac land sign and knocked out the eye. So during that game, like that baseball sat in the eye. Of the Big Mac sign at Bush Stadium for forever. I was at that game. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, some of your answers, though, are are some of the more hilarious and more bizarre ones. Uh, looking at the, <laughs> the two most recent answers here on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie Cam says he was he, he watched the fainting goat live. Of course, that's still a very memorable play. Obviously, to the Arkansas State faithful, but that's one of those plays that when it's ever it's ever the anniversary of that game, that is something that trends all over social media because it was just kind of kind of bizarre. Uh, so that is uh, that's that's definitely a memorable one. And then Cat Cat <laughs> says that she was at the Grizzlies game when people rushed onto the court, and then super glued their hands to the court. Do you remember how that was a thing for a couple of games during the playoffs? Gosh, I guess, was that last year or two years ago? You had people that were protesting something. And they super glued their hands to the court. Of course, there was also a situation where somebody tried to padlock themselves to the goal. So, uh, yeah, hat tip cat. That certainly qualifies as bizarre. (laughs) Being there for somebody gluing themselves to the floor. Now, the inspiration, of course, for today's KavanaughCars.com question uh, stems from the events Saturday in San Marvelous, where uh, during the Arkansas State game at Texas State, there was a man that found his way onto the court in a t-shirt, loudly and proudly proclaiming his love for moms. 
And if you don't know what we're talking about right now, you're just going to have to take my word for it because that's as both as accurate and as vague as I can be with that shirt description. But uh, that was not the only noteworthy event over the weekend with, with someone being on the court. There were not one, but two different court rushing situations that have generated a lot of conversation uh, from the weekend. Now, on Sunday, you had the Ohio State and Iowa women's basketball game. And by the way, that was a great game. Great game. Great environment at Ohio State. But because, of course, it was Caitlin Clark on the court, because it was, you know, Iowa came into that game ranked second in the country. They hadn't lost since, like, November 18th. It was a very, very high-profile game. So the game ends. Ohio State wins in overtime. They rush the court. And then a video almost instantly start making starts making the rounds with, with Caitlin Clark and a fan colliding. Uh, the fan is, like, neither one of them appeared to be able to see the other one coming. So it looks like it's a pretty big collision. Uh, the fan is on their phone filming something. Clark is trying to exit the court. Pretty, pretty significant uh, collision. So there's been some interesting videos that have came out uh, in the past day that have changed the narrative around that conversation just a little bit in that specific incident. But you still had, you still had a fan and a player colliding. Okay, you also had an incident on Sunday where Memphis was playing at Tulane. And Tulane came out on top. Their fans also celebrated on the court. And you had a fan that shoved a Memphis player. Like blatantly reached out. And and it it wasn't a hard shove. It wasn't enough to knock him down. But put his hands on a Memphis player and gave him a push. I kind of wonder what's going to happen with this. In terms of... The NCAA and its member institutions continue to crack down on on court rushing or field storming or things like that because either one of these could have turned into a significantly different situation. If Clark had been hurt and college basketball lost its most recognizable face, and she is right now, men or women's, men or women's ball, she's the most recognizable player in college athletics. If if that had happened and she got hurt, that would be a huge deal. Additionally, if David Jones, who got pushed in the back, had turned around and pushed the fan who pushed him back, that would be a big deal as well. Which I would I would have been fine with that. I mean, mess around and find out, right? But but obviously the internet would have had to melt down. I'm curious to see what happens after you had these high profile events over the weekend. Because you've I understand letting fans celebrate, and I understand exactly how exciting that is. So how do you encourage the students to have fun, but also keep the idiots off the court? There's not, (laughs) I don't know what you do there. Uh, Other than, you know, continue to to try and curtail it, to step up your security, to, to increase fines to where they're actually detrimental to athletic departments. A $100,000 fine to an athletic department that has a $200 million budget, that ain't nothing. And if they've got a $200 million budget, they are they are rolling in donors who will write that check, no problem, no questions asked. Clearly something else has to be done because there is either about to be a situation where a high-profile player gets hurt or 
you have the collegiate version of Malice at the Palace. I feel like a change is going to be coming there soon in college athletics. That music, though, means that our noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty is a wrap. We still have more to come in hour two, including more of your <laughs> more of your answers about our KavanaughCars.com question. A recap of the A-State women's winner. And we're going to talk some NFL playoffs, obviously, as well. We are down to Lions, Niners, Chiefs, Ravens. All the highlights from the weekend on that coming up as well. Hope you sit tight with us through the break. We'll be back here for just a few minutes for more of the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Playoffs Entire Service. In college basketball, a doubleheader sweep in Sunbelt play on Saturday in San Marcos, Texas for the Red Wolves. The A-State women with a late rally to pull out a 57-53 win over the Bobcats. Izzy Higginbottom with 20 points to lead A-State. She also passed the 1,000-point mark in her collegiate career. The men down two players due to illness and head coach Brian Hodgson awaiting the birth of his first child. Didn't matter as the Red Wolves pulled off their first win in San Marcos in 10 years, beating the Bobcats 79-72. Avery Feltz leading four Red Wolves in double figures with 17 points. And attention members and guests, you can talk A-State basketball tonight on Live at the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive from 6 until 7 o'clock this evening on 107IK. Find an EAB Red Bull Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. Grizzlies back on the road tonight, game three of their four-game road trip. They're in Toronto against the Raptors. The pregame coverage begins here at 6 o'clock. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed to plan the tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Attention, members and guests. It's live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, Monday at 6 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head coaches Destiny Rogers and Brian Hodson and special player guests, and listen along on 107.9 K-Fine. Plus, door prizes from textbook brokers. It's live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, and sponsored by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, and Blue Cross Blue Shield Agent. Woody Harrelson. Kick off the new year and a new ride from Kavanaugh Ford. Start the new year off right with up to $8,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150 XLT. Or save up to $3,500 off MSRP on a new 2024 Ford Expedition or a new 2024 Ford Edge. Now up to $3,500 off MSRP. Plus free delivery, free maintenance, and a money-back guarantee. Only at Kavanaugh Ford on Island and Jonesboro or Kavanaugh Ford.com. 
Oh, no. Not again. Ugh. Locked out? Jonesboro Lock and Key can get you in. Lose your key? We can even program you one on site and get you on the road in no time. Jonesboro Lock and Key is your trusted locksmith in Northeast Arkansas for auto, residential, and commercial locksmith services. Our skilled locksmiths can handle it all, even key fobs. The best part? We come to you. Jonesboro Lock and Key. Proud to be voted best of NEA four years in a row. Give Jonesboro Lock and Key a call. 870-219-3723. That's 870-219-3723. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Hey, dude, you won't believe it. We sold our house and we made a fortune. No way. How'd you find out it was worth that much? We used this awesome website, arhomevalue.com. It was a game changer. It's brought to you by Dustin White Realty. They know their stuff. Plus, arhomevalue.com is quick and easy to use. Don't miss out on getting top dollar for your home. Go to arhomevalue.com today. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Top dollar for your home sale is just a click away. arhomevalue.com. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Richie, Ryan, James with you. And we'll open up phones, talk about the KavanaughCars.com question, recap at A-State Women's Winner. We're going to do all of that here in this segment. But uh, before we do that, let us dive into some breaking news for Arkansas State and for the Sun Belt. We mentioned previously that we would see the matchups for the second round of the MAC SBC Challenge announced today. Well, they were announced right at one on the dot. And Sunbelt Conference, if you're listening, I just got to let you know I love it. I love it when you drop news from noon to two. If you could just, you know, make that a thing every day, uh, we would be BFFs. But uh, looking at looking at these standings, it does look like they kind of did it clearly. You know, th- th- first off, it's based on net, who you're going to face. So the teams with the better net rankings will face... Better teams, the teams with lower net rankings going to face teams that are lower. And it looks like they did this, you know, even even across the board. So uh, if you were ranked at number one in the MAC net, you play the team who ranks number one in the Sunbelt net. So uh, in on the men's side of things, 
in games that will take place at the Sunbelt facility. A-State is going to be hosting Ohio. Both teams are currently ranked fifth in their league in net ranking. Uh, This is for both teams in the 190s or so. So that is who Arkansas State is going to face. And that is going to be not, uh, not this Saturday, but a few Saturdays from now on February the 10th. So again, A-State hosting Ohio at First National Bank Arena. Now the women's matchups will be taking place at the MAC team. Uh, because the first round of that back in November, uh, they played at the Sunbelt School. So you so you flip-flop it there. These matchups, not quite as... It's, it's still the same in terms of the team that is ranked number one in net plays the number one team, so on and so forth. But while the men's matchup for A-State is pretty even, uh, the women, it does look like on paper, Arkansas State is going to have an advantage. Because while the Red Wolves are ranked 150th currently, in net rankings, sixth in the Sun Belt. Uh, Akron, who is sixth in the MAC, is is quite a bit further down the net rankings, two thirty three. But that is where Arkansas State women's basketball will be playing on February the tenth. So again, men's basketball hosting Ohio, women's basketball hitting the road to play at Akron, and those are the MAC SBC matchups. If you want to read more. Uh, no doubt it'll be up on the, the A-State website in no time. But in the meantime, it's up on the Sunbelt website at sunbeltsports.org if you want to look over all of those matchups. We might do that later, but I would much rather right now talk about an A-State women's basketball winner. And before we dive into that, do want to throw out the KavanaughCars.com question. We're asking you what's the most hilarious or bizarre thing you've ever watched live during a game I didn't I wasn't able to watch every single second of the A-State women's game so I don't I don't think I feel like it would have been on Twitter if something wild and crazy happened so I don't think that was the case but uh, the big picture from that is that A-State came away with the win and in fact uh, back-to-back road wins now for the Red Wolves so that's big that's that's really big for A-State and there were several positive takeaways from this game. Now, one thing, again, that I that I find interesting in just how the entire day unfolded on Saturday, and I mentioned this when we talked about the men's game, is how both Texas State coaches uh, went out and were determined not to let a player beat them. So with the men, uh, Texas State clearly focused on shutting down Caleb Fields. They were able to do that until late. With the women, they were also they were clearly focused on shutting down Izzy Higginbottom. And from an overall perspective, they did okay on that. Izzy was 6-19 from the floor on Saturday. And, of course, you, you compare and contrast that with, with how Izzy shot in Jonesboro in that matchup when she was like 13-15 or something just absolutely ridiculous. So, obviously, she had to work a lot harder for her points against Texas State. But I like this game. I kind of like the fact that in this one, A-State won ugly, to be honest with you. It's it's easy to win on nights when every shot is falling. You you don't have to worry about a, a lot. I mean your your defense just needs to be okay. Your rebounds, well there's not a ton of those so they just need to be okay. It's different on a night where you can't hit the broad side of the barn and the opposing defense is is in your star player's face from beginning to end. And that's what happened on Saturday, but yet 
A-State was able to get the win. The Red Wolves were 3 of 18 from 3 on Saturday. They only shot 33% from the floor overall. It was not a good shooting day for A-State. But yet, the Red Wolves were plus 16 on the glass. 44 to 28. And, you know, those shooting numbers that that we threw out for A-State, that's about what they held their opponent to as well. This one was, again, it was it was not pretty. The first half especially not pretty. But A-State did what they needed to do to win. Uh, just like, interestingly enough, when these teams met in Jonesboro, A-State used a big third quarter to be able to help them win this one. I want to say in Jonesboro, A-State outscored the Bobcats 21-7 to in the third. In this game, it was 16-7. to Of course, the difference was is that A-State was trailing heading into that third quarter and still need to rally just a little bit in the fourth to be able to win and they were able to do that in the fourth quarter by at one point in time holding Texas State scoreless for about a six minute stretch in the middle of that fourth quarter so that's how A-State won and also you know they didn't shut down Izzy Higginbottom completely I mean I don't think you can yes they made her work a lot harder for those points but in doing so and constantly being in her face they also put her at the stripe a lot where she went eight for eight and during that game during one of those free throw makes, Izzy Higginbottom crossed the 1,000-point total for her career. That is, that's a huge deal. Huge deal. So congratulations to Izzy Higginbottom on that. Uh, Scoring-wise, Lauren Pendleton, Cheyenne Forney, and Malin Wilkerson all had eight apiece. Lauren Pendleton also had nine rebounds. Winter Rogers had eight rebounds. So a lot of different players that were contributing. Anna Griffin with six rebounds. A lot of different players that were contributing to that win on Saturday. Let us hear a couple of clips from Coach Destiny Rogers. Uh, she shares her post-game thoughts. Of course, this is from the post-game interview with Kate Carlton. And we'll start where she starts. And just by talking about the win and how big it was to get yet another win on the road in Sunbelt play. Yeah, and I, and I got to take a second just to say this because I didn't say this after Wednesday's game and I beat myself up for a couple of days because I didn't say this, but I'm a woman of faith and I just got to take a second to honor God and I'm just so blessed to, to be able to lead this program and to lead these young ladies. A resilient win today. We showed toughness. It was ugly. We were not scoring the ball the way we're capable of scoring, but we found a way, and that's what I've been looking for in this team, to be able to find a way. So I, I'm, I don't like that we didn't score, but I'm happy that – we had a situation like this. We had the gut went out. We finally figured out how to do that. We didn't figure that out last Saturday. We figured yep. it out today. Continuing here, uh, one of the things that A-State was able to have an edge on was second chance points. Again, we mentioned A-State just kind of destroyed, to be honest with you. Texas State on the glass. That led to some second chance opportunities with the Red Wolves picking up 15 O-boards. And, hey, that's big. And Coach, uh, Coach Rogers talks about it here for a moment. That's just who we want to be. Um, we want to continue to, to win the rebounding war as many times as we can. We want to get those assist-to-turnover ratios better. We want more assists and less turnovers. But, hey, it wasn't 20 turnovers today. Um, but they, they had a great plan. And I knew, I knew coming in they're a different team at home than they were on the road. Right. I knew today was going to be a battle. And, you know, we had a – We've been gone since Tuesday. I knew that we were going to be tired and it was going to be a tough one. We were going to have to gut it out. 
I would have liked to see us hit a couple more shots, but that's the way it goes. That's why I love defense. You can control things on defense. You can't control whether the ball goes to the hoop or not. Um, but my team stepped up to the free throw line. They hit free throws when it was needed. We got stops when it was needed. I'm just so proud. Continuing on here again, a big thing of note from that game was Izzy being able to cross the 1,000-point mark for her career. And obviously, uh, Coach Rogers excited for her on that accomplishment. Big time. That's just, I mean, what, what other way would she get it? She's got to get it being clutch. That's just who Izzy is. Yeah. So congratulations to Izzy. So proud of her. Many more to come. You know, you, you're looking at a junior doing this with plenty more games left to play this year and a lot of games next year. So happy that she's on our squad. Special player, even special human. Uh, couldn't be more proud for her. And last comment here from Coach Rogers. Uh, this is going to be a tough week coming up. Um, it always is when you have to have a lengthy, you know, road trips and, of course, playing the last two away from home. May State's about to play another two away from home. Uh, the first team they're going to face this week is is ULM in Monroe. And this is this is not last year's ULM squad. They are significantly improved. Their head coach brought in some high-profile transfers. They are 13-5. and five. And actually, that record, I knew they were better, but that surprises me a little bit. Uh, just in how good they are. Uh, so that's the game on Thursday. On Saturday, it's Troy. Troy has been good. Troy is currently good. Troy will continue to be good as long as head coach Shonda Rigby is there. And so that's the challenge. That's that's a tough slate. And Coach Rogers talks about what will have to happen this week to get her team ready for those games. Just another tough week, you know, and we knew that these, these weeks were going to be tough. Um, I'm happy that we got over the hump this week, being able to pull out some road wins. Hopefully that gives us confidence going on the road this week. Um, but for us this week, these two teams we're about to face, it's going to be heavy on we got to box out and rebound, and we got to limit transition points for both teams. So that's going to be a huge emphasis for us on Monday. Uh, but, hey, right now we're going to go get some ice cream. We're going to celebrate <laughs> this one. So I should have asked Kate this, and I didn't. I guess that is the A-State women's basketball post team post-team celebration you go get ice cream after a win I feel like that's not the first time we've heard coach Rogers close out some post-game comments talking about ice cream which hey I mean good for (laughs) good for them that sounds like an awesome reward to me I mean the best reward is of course is seeing uh, an additional number added to that win column but uh, ice cream ain't too bad either at least it's not too bad when it is not 20 degrees outside. By the way, high fives all around for finally getting to turn our faucets off today. That was a good feeling. Really good feeling earlier. Uh, not uh, really relevant to the big picture conversation, though, as we're having uh, talk about basketball here. And before we go to break, do you want to get caught up on what happened on the women's side of things over the weekend? Look at the Sunbelt scores. Look at the Sunbelt standings and where Arkansas State is at. But uh, looking around the league, uh, Marshall continues to remain undefeated. Uh, they topped Coastal Carolina 97-85. to That game was played in West Virginia. You know, Rochella Scott is on that team. Of course, the, the Earl native. And you go back to the beginning of the season, she was one of the leading scorers in the country, in fact. Uh, and then she has not played a game with the Thundering Herd since early, early in the year. Like six games in. I'm not sure what the situation is there. I'm trying to look around on social media and see if there's any clarification. But... Uh, that seems like that would be a big loss, but yet they just kind of keep on keeping on there uh, with a 7-0 record 
in Sunbelt Conference play. Other winners from the weekend, James Madison uh, getting a home victory over ODU. App State over Georgia Southern. That one played in Boone. And then everybody else was able to go out and pick up a road win just like A-State was. ULM won on the road at Southern Miss. Georgia State, a big victory at South Alabama. And Troy getting the win at Louisiana. So right now, looking at the Sun Belt standings, as mentioned, uh, Marshall on top, 7-0. and uh, Troy, JMU both 6-1, and one, followed by ULM at 5-2. and two. A whole group of teams at 4-3, and three, A-State, Georgia State, ODU, and App. Georgia Southern is three and four. Southern Miss and Louisiana both at two and five. Texas State, Coastal Carolina at one and six. South Alabama bringing up the rear in the Sun Belt Conference women's basketball standings at zero and seven. Again, the main goal a regular season title would be great. It always is. It would be awesome. But the main goal is to be in the top four at the end of the season to be able to get that first round bye in the Sun Belt Conference tournament. I feel like there was one more thing I was going to mention before we went to break, but of course, now it has completely slipped my mind. So maybe stepping aside for a quick reset would be would be best. And that's what we'll do. We'll have the phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. We'll be right back after this on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal Informal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there so you can plan your entire wedding in one day. Brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes. And this year, admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January January 28th from 11 until 4 at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Bull Rider, the perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's the Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tours PBR Memphis at FedEx Forum, Saturday, February 17th. Tickets available at PBR.com and Ticketmaster. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin. There are New Year deals on tires and wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel. Where it's 24 for 24. You can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket. Yes, you get four brand new tires today for only $24 out of pocket. With nine months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? Most of us don't budget for tires, but when we need them, we need them. And that's why Local Tire and Wheel is here. All local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance in our road hazard protection program and we offer $50 in referral cash back there are new year deals on tires and wheels this month at local tire and wheel where it's 24 for 24 you can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket at local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesburg and local tire and wheel.com my name is Khadija Watson. I've worked at Hydro for seven years. I'm the process specialist over the paint booth. The people are amazing to work with. I would love to retire with them. I've been here for seven years now. 
not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face. For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world. You can find out more at Hytrol.com. Some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car, but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford. Well, Magnet Motor Company can help. If you're looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale, if you have fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet Motor Company has you covered. You can pay with cash. You can pay by credit card. Our Magnet can finance. Check out our inventory at MagnetMotorCo.com and give us a call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride. Magnet Motor Company, Highway 49 South in Paris. Anywhere, anytime, any season. Poinsett Turfgrass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisade Georgia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tipway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turfgrass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turfgrass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and go to poinsettturfgrass.com. What makes Slim Chicken so delicious? It all starts with fresh, all-natural tenderloins. Buttermilk marinated, then lightly hand-breaded with our famous southern spices. And we cook them fresh when you order, every time. Try them with one of our 17 house dipping sauces. So come share a meal with us. Whether you're dining in, driving through, or feeding a crowd, Slim's has you covered. Slim Chickens. Fresh, delicious chicken. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 870-930-3776. The number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. You can call us at 870-9303-776. Asking you today, what's the most hilarious or bizarre thing you've ever watched live during a game Jeff weighs in on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie says he one time watched an entire NFL game without a single Taylor Swift reference had it been many many years ago I don't think that happens anymore Uh, of course she was not the biggest story of the weekend it was more so the action on the field and now we're set for the upcoming conference championships this Sunday Uh, Chiefs, Ravens, going to battle for the AFC crown. Lions, Niners for the NFC crown. You flash back to to Saturday, and we'll kind of go in in order here. Ravens looked like the best team in in the NFL, uh, at least in terms of what they were able to do for, for the Texans. I mean, the Texans were were pretty good during the regular season. They had one of the better stories of the season with the revitalization of that program or that franchise, excuse me, under head coach D'Amico Ryans and rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud. They went out. They they had a good year. But they just had no answer for Lamar Jackson. I'm not sure, you know, many, many teams do. 
Uh, but he is just a unique weapon and was able to go out and kind of do what he wanted in that game. A uh, couple of touchdowns passing, couple of touchdowns rushing, 100 yards rushing, and not necessarily gaudy numbers through the air, just 152 passing yards, but 16-22 to 22 is efficient. And that's all that Baltimore had to do was just be efficient uh, in that game against the Texans. It was close. The Texans played well through the first three quarters. And then after that, it was just not really a lot of hope there. I was glad to see Isaiah Likely (laughs) terrorize somebody else. Uh, you know, not anybody in Jonesboro, which hey, he didn't have exactly crazy stat lines. Uh, two receptions for 34 yards. But if I'm recalling correctly, he is the player who had the 99-yard touchdown run for Coastal Carolina. Or maybe it was the 99-yard touchdown reception for Coastal Carolina back a couple of years ago. And that is still a very triggering memory for me. So again, glad to see him use his powers somewhere far, far away from Jonesboro, Arkansas. But uh, Ravens did, again, exactly what what they were supposed to do and and came out on top. Um, I said we were going to go in order, but we'll stick here with the AFC. I cannot imagine being a Bills fan and, and hearing the phrase wide right literally ever, ever again in my life. Now, there is... I said this phrase last week when we were talking about officiating. So we're talking about something completely different. We're actually talking about basketball officiating. There is no one single play or moment that determines the outcome of any single game. But couldn't he have missed it like wide left? Or had it be like a doink or something? Instead had to go out and and have like what had to be (laughs) one of the most triggering moments for that fan base in a game where, you know, the, the Bills had opportunities. Of course, the Chiefs had opportunities as well uh, to be able to to make that a more secure win. That was one that went down to the wire. And ultimately, I mean, Josh Allen is good. Buffalo is good. But over and over again, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are just a little bit better. So for the third time in four years, the Bills' season ended at the hand of Patrick Mahomes. Six straight AFC title games now for KC, with only the Patriots from 11 to 18 having a longer streak. We'll talk about the NFC here in just a moment, but hey, the phone lines are open at 870-9303-776. Let's shout at Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Karen? What's up, man? much. Uh, I was pulling for Buffalo last night myself. Uh, but how many times has uh, Allen and Mahomes faced off in the AFC Championship? In the AFC Championship or just in the AFC playoffs in general? Well, how about playoffs in general? Yeah. I mean, is that that's three out of the last four years, right? I'd say they are this era's uh, Brady Manning. Peyton Manning, yeah, but except it's lopsided uh, because Allen's yet to get the better of him in the playoffs, correct? I believe so. So, 
But, uh, yeah, uh, the Chiefs haven't looked like the Chiefs all year in the regular season, but last night it's like they, they came alive. And Kelsey had well, Kelsey had two touchdown, touchdown passes, two catches. Yeah. You know, uh, what did Mahomes go for? I'll have to double-check on the stats on that. I'm not sure. I don't have it pulled. Uh, oh, 215. Okay. What he, I mean, not not outrageous numbers, but still, you know what I mean? Efficient. I mean, he was he was yeah. uh, 17. He got the win. 17 and 23. So while he didn't yeah. have, you know, a ton of yards, he did have a high completion percentage. Big time. Big time. But uh, I think everybody's kind of pulling. Some are pulling for the Lions because they're, they're like the – they're like to the NFL, what the Red Sox were to baseball before they won the 04 World Series and that curse of the Bambino. Uh, Lions have yet to make it to a Super Bowl. So, you know. I was pulling for the Lions going into the weekend. And I guess I, I, I don't really have a strong rooting interest with any of the four teams left, but that would... Every single week, I get just a little bit more on the Dan Campbell bandwagon. Like, every single week, I see a new clip of, of a message that he has delivered to his team at some point in time in the season. And every single week, I get more ready to run through a wall for a dude that I've never paid attention to <laughs> prior to this season. Right. Am I hearing right? Is there whispers that this might be any of last year he's going to retire? I don't know. I haven't seen that. It's certainly yep. possible. I mean, there were whispers going into the weekend that this could be Travis Kelsey's last year. You know, are you, yeah, well, he may want to be an actor or something now. You know, he may want to become an action star. He's staying a celebrity now, so, you know. Why would he even do, stay at home and be a house husband? He could. She's, uh, I mean, she's, of course, you know, she's, she's never wrote a song about marriage. It's always been about breakup. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, but, uh, yeah, his brother retired. Jason Kelsey retired, so maybe they're going to retire together. Who knows? You know, if he wins a ring this year, there'll be three, three Super Bowl rings. So, you know, who knows? I was going to ask you: Have you seen the uh, uh, NBA 2024 Hall of Fame inductees? I have not. Uh, Vince Carter's the headliner. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mike Fratello, the czar. Mike Fratello, NBA coach, longtime NBA coach and analyst, is uh, on there as well. And, one name that stands out to me, a name that a notorious name, Kara. You're familiar with it, Bill Ambeer. Okay, <laughs> he's on there. Which, I mean, he's the former NBA rebounding champion. Won it before. He's won two titles with the Pistons. And you're going to be surprised. His career average is almost 13 points and 10 boards, which is pretty darn solid. I mean, it's almost a double, a double double for his career. He's one of the great shooting big men. Of that era, you know, he was like what you know what Dirk was, but back in the eighties and early nineties. Right. You know, ironically, his career ended. Uh, Isaiah Thomas uh, went to punch him and, and broke his hand when he punched him in the head, punched Lambert in the head, and ended up breaking his hand, punching Lambert during practice. That's a but, uh, pretty interesting footnote. Yeah, two teammates getting in a fight, and he, you know Isaiah breaks his uh, breaks his hand punching Lambert in practice. I, got, I wonder if he had a step ladder. Isaiah's only six one, and Lambert's six eleven. But uh, anyways, what's your question today? What is the most hilarious or bizarre thing you've ever watched live during a game? During a game. Uh, 
was the was it high school or college where the guy got down and started barking like a dog back in the late eighties, early nineties? Remember that the guy got down and started the guy was in bound of the ball and the guy got down and started barking like a dog? I absolutely do not remember that. Yeah, look it up. Put basketball player get down on all fours and barks like a dog. He was creating a distraction. <laughs> all right, I'll look it up. I swear to you, look it up, okay? Okay. See ya. See ya. Exactly. It's the phone lines open at 870-930-3776. I'm going to circle back around to the NFL discussion, but we might as well go ahead and dive into a break. It's a good time for one right here at 1.30. Uh, so we'll step aside for just a couple of minutes and resume that conversation when we return here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo is coming Sunday, January 28th. This is our 27th year for the Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, connecting over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, January 28th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. Kick off the new year in a new ride from Kavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Start the new year right in a new 2023 Ram 50 now up to $10,000 off MSRP or up to $13,500 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ram 2500 Laramie or a new 2023 Dodge Hornet. Now only $31,988 plus free delivery, free maintenance, and a money-back guarantee at Kavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram or CavanaughCDJR.com. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities and the influencers, they all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. This is Coach Brian Hodson, and I'm asking you to help our A-State student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This organization helps our program stay competitive and supports our student-athletes by facilitating NIL agreements that allow them to endorse local charities. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Wolves up. 
More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. Serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. I'm Michael Naranjo, and I'm a veteran. Today, I'm a sculptor. My fingers are my eyes. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. With DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Our phone lines are open at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. And uh, let's revisit the KavanaughCars.com question here for a moment. We're asking you, what is the most hilarious or most bizarre thing you've ever watched live at a game or sporting event? Some of your answers have been pretty humorous today. Uh, Hal Razor, a.k.a. A-State Fan Rules, one of the first to chime in. Several years ago, he was at a Rays game and seated in the same section. But a few rows in front of him was a couple that had vuvuzelas. Or is it vuvuzela? I can't remember. It's been a few years since we went through that World Cup where they were everywhere. But the, the couple throughout the game was playing their vuvuzelas. Which is a horn, for those of you that don't remember. Like a little plastic horn. But I'll let A-State fan rules tell the rest of uh, the story. Quote, suddenly a ball was hammered towards us. I got ready to catch it, but it landed a few rows short. Right off the cranium of Mr. Vuvu. Uh, He was okay, but he did have to be wheeled out. Oh my goodness gracious, end quote. Uh, There were a couple of interesting comments here from Brett Strelo at App State, including a story about an ACC tournament. In 2004, when a guy in the stands shot himself in the butt during the Maryland and Wake Forest game. It was an off-duty Baltimore police officer who was actually there with Baltimore Ravens owner Steve Biscotti. But he accidentally fired a Glock 40 caliber pistol. had the gun holstered, stood up during a Maryland play and was sitting back down when, bam. There was also, according to Brett, a game he was at where a wet dog somehow made it into a high school gym from an open door and was basically uh, frantically sliding around the court. Interesting times. Interesting games that you all attend. We've got a couple more answers to share with you from social media as well. Uh, but at Kara underscore Richie is where you can find us there on the phones at 870-930-3776. Talked a little AFC football with you before the break. Looking at the NFC, we're going to see Lions and Niners 
in that championship. And again, I just I every every game every week I get just a little bit more on the the Lions bandwagon. I, I have no rooting interest in in the Lions. Um, I I don't I, I I don't know if I've ever been to Detroit. But all of a sudden, something that would have seemed absolutely insane to think about or speculate about at the beginning of the season is now just a couple of games from from coming true. Uh, the Lions have had so little success over the years, and to see them be able to come out on top over the weekend against the Buccaneers was was pretty fun. When the postseason began, Detroit had one playoff win. In the entire Super Bowl era. They've now doubled that in an eight-game stretch. And they've been able to play a couple of times in front of their home fans as well. And one of the things I like about it is just when you hear some of these players for the Lions talk, they're so... They get it. They get what this run means for their fandom. They get what this run means for Detroit. For their long-suffering fans. And I, I've just really liked all, all of the comments. All of the, the quips. The quotes that have came out from all of these Lions players. Since before the playoffs began. And of course from head coach Dan Campbell as well. Like I'm, I'm on that bandwagon. If you flash back to Sunday. There was. It was actually the three year in a, anniversary of Dan Campbell's introductory press conference. And he was kind of uniformly panned for some of his comments during the press conference. Now, nothing, nothing like risque or out of line or anything like that. But, but I think the, the comments around the time were like a little cheesy or things like that. Um, so it was a little bit more of an infamous press conference than a famous one. Talked about the Lions would be biting kneecaps off in that introductory press conference. The next thing you know, again, uh, three years later, the Lions on the cusp of, of doing something pretty spectacular. They already have. This has already been a phenomenal, phenomenal year for the Lions. But you go out, uh, you top the Buccaneers 31-23. to And now it's uh, it continues to just get better. Now just the 49ers are the only thing standing in the way of the Lions to get to the Super Bowl. The Niners looked beatable uh, for sure. In that game against the Packers. And I know going back to Friday, one of the things I think I said over and over is like, there's no way. They're just the Packers or excuse me, the Lions are just I'm throwing out all the, the NFC North teams and not even trying to not even talking about the team I'm trying to talk about. The Niners. There is no way that the Packers were gonna beat the Niners. The Niners were too good at running the ball. They were uh, too good with in terms of explosive plays and and all this and all that and and if not for Jordan Love doing his best best Brett Favre impersonation, and I mean that from both a good way and a bad way, then the Packers could have won that game for sure. You had a couple of massive plays in that game from Drake Greenlaw, of course, who is the son of former Arkansas State defensive line coach Brian Early. So somewhere I bet they they were freaking out as that one was unfolding. But that was a very competitive game. And the Packers <laughs> Packers kind of look like the second best team in the NFC. Would have been a monumental, monumental upset. But at the end of the day, 49ers, despite being without 
Debo Samuel were able to pull it off thanks to a few missed opportunities for the Packers in that game. So we'll talk more about uh, the upcoming weekend as we get closer to the weekend. But both the NFC and AFC championships will be played on Sunday uh, coming up. So just unfortunately, just one, one day of NFL action. And in fact, just two days period of NFL action left with the conference championships coming up. This weekend and then the Super Bowl a few weeks later. I don't count the Pro Bowl. If you do, I mean, good for you. I'm glad you enjoy it. But there's no way in the world I'm going to sit down and watch that. But uh, Chiefs at Ravens will be at 2 this Sunday. And then Lions and Niners will follow at 5.30. So another fun weekend coming up in the NFL. Really, I mean, I, I watched all of those games. I always joke that when I don't have a rooting interest, I just want both teams to have fun. I don't know if they had fun. But, you know, three out of those four games were incredibly competitive, kept me on the edge of my seat. So that's something uh, that I was very thankful for and what really was was a really fun sports weekend overall. Watched a couple of A-State basketball winners. Uh, watched Iowa and, and Ohio State women's basketball. That was crazy competitive, an overtime game that was super fun and watched a lot of the playoffs. So no complaints about the sports weekend for yours truly. We do need to step aside and take one more break. I know there's a ton of stuff we missed. We'll see if we can hit some of it when we come back. But also a storyline to keep tabs on for tomorrow. Major League Baseball will be announcing its 2024 Hall of Fame class. We can check in on some of the voting, though, and see what that might look like. And that's what we'll do before we wrap it up today here on the Workday Red Zone. Keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Attention, members and guests. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, Monday at 6 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head coaches Destiny Rogers and Brian Hodson and special player guest and listen along on 107.9 K-Fine. Plus, door prizes from textbook brokers. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20 minutes. Cell phone station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell phone station, home of the 20 minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. In the new year with many changes to come. One thing you can always count on staying the same is Mr. T's being open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. Mr. T's is the home of the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross those Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. 
It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, loaded tots, Domino's stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing experts. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started today. Farmers, before you book your 2425 Corn and Milo, call Pico Foods. Right now, Pico Foods, the seventh largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, is buying both new crop and stored corn and Milo. Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy corn and Milo direct from farmers year-round at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, contact David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about money for college at studentaid.gov. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We're on uh, the home stretch. We're at the home stretch here for today's show. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Last Call, though, on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, 870-930-3776. And Last Call for the KavanaughCars.com question, what's the most hilarious or bizarre thing that you've ever watched live during a game? Uh, a couple of comments from Twitter that we didn't read. Adam Witten, voice of the Mountaineers at Appalachian State. I... He just sends a picture, and I, I need more context for this picture because it's a picture of, like, a cat hanging off of an upper deck. And, again, I need I need some kind of comment there from Adam to clarify that situation. Is the cat okay? How, how did, the, did, did somebody smuggle in their pet to the game? Surely not. I mean, there's cats and squirrels and... All manner of animals that find the, their way into MLB ballparks. But Adam, Adam, I have questions. Uh, coach Bishop in Northwest Arkansas also comments. Volleyball coach said he once told a player she was going in for the server. And she proceeded to run on the court hockey line change style. Immediately after the serve. Which of course gave them seven people on the court. That is too many clarifies as to why that's weird because he says she was not at all new to volleyball. Interesting answers for sure today on the KavanaughCars.com question. Nothing weird, nothing bizarre there. 
just a straightforward website that will help you find your next new or new to you vehicle. They have the full inventory there for you at KavanaughCars.com, and it's every single vehicle under the Kavanaugh umbrella. So it's not just cars that are that are on the Kavanaugh Kia lot or the Kavanaugh Hyundai lot. It's every single vehicle that Kavanaugh sells. And then once you pick out your perfect ride, you can use the other tools online there to drive away in it, get pre-approved for your financing, find out what your trade-in is, is going to be valued at. All of that. All of that is there for you at KavanaughCars.com. We've talked a little NFL for you today. And, of course, uh, talked about the the big winners from the weekend, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Lions, the Niners. But the hero of the weekend was clearly Jason Kelsey, who was there in Buffalo to support his brother Travis and the Kansas City Chiefs. It took, first off, you knew it was going to be interesting when prior to the game, there were multiple pictures and videos of Jason Kelsey pre-gaming with Bills Mafia. If you are somehow new to the NFL, Bills Mafia is is insane. Like, if you were just rating NFL fan bases, surely they would be considered the craziest NFL fan base. Maybe Raiders fans. But, I mean, they are way, 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 way up there. So you already knew prior to the game that Jason Kelsey was pre-gaming with Bill's Mafia. And the next thing you know, numerous different shots of Kelsey uh, shirtless leading celebrations from the Kelsey family suite. Clearly, he was having the time of his life. One of the things, there's all kinds of videos of him drinking beer. But one of the things that I found very impressive, there was a moment in that game where he actually hopped out of the windows of the suite which it's not super far. I'm not sure how far the drop is, but we're talking like four or five feet. No big deal. Uh, but he hops out of the open window of the Kelsey family suite. Uh, of course, he's a man of the people, does high fives, cheers with the fans in attendance for a moment, and then just hops back up. It's the hop back up that he does like it's nothing. His four or five foot jump. It's clear why he is a professional athlete. But they'll have another game to go and get crazy at coming up this weekend <laughs> with the uh, with the championships coming up. Uh, at some point in time, prior to the break, we talked just a little bit about the MLB Hall of Fame. Uh, of course, the candidates, we always know who they are. It's just the guys that were on last year's ballot that didn't make it in, plus anybody else who's been out of baseball for five years, they get put on that ballot. And uh, so we always know who's... who's uh, on the ballot, and then you just got to wait and see what the vote totals look like. Ryan Thibodeau, several years ago, put together a Hall of Fame ballot tracker. And at this point in time, we know about 50% of ballots. Now, not every Hall of Fame voter sends their ballot to Ryan Thibodeau, but a ton do. So he's already got a good, a, a lot of good information. So right now, if and again, only fifty percent of the votes are known. But if if these totals hold, we would actually see a four man Hall of Fame class. Adrian Beltre is definitely going in. He's got ninety nine percent of the votes so far. You've also got Todd Helton in his sixth year on the ballot, who's polling at eighty two and a half percent. Joe Mauer in his first year on the ballot is at eighty three percent, and Billy Wagner could also potentially be going in in his ninth year on the ballot with 78.4%. Now, again, there's still a boatload of ballots out there that have not been revealed yet that will change these percentages wildly. 
So if, uh, you know, if a lot of ballots come in that don't have these guys on, then you're probably just looking at, at maybe Beltray. But again, the possibility right now, four players could get voted in. And that Hall of Fame announcement is going to come out or at least start trickling out because I think they do it live and they call up the guys and this, that, or the other. But I think that starts coming out at about three. Flashing back to Friday, I'm fairly sure that the news broke while we were on air that the Cardinals had signed Matt Carpenter. And I, I don't have like a super hot take on this. He's the 26th guy on the roster. It's not like you were booting off some up-and-coming rising star to make a spot for Carpenter. Like, if, if I mean, if you start taking away bats from Nolan Gorman, I'm going to be mad. But just signing him wasn't too mad about it. That being said, it has been a trend that the Cardinals have signed some older players. So when I started to see Jaime Garcia trend Friday night on social media, I it, I got concerned. There, there was a report out there that the Cardinals had signed Jaime Garcia who, by the way, is actually younger than Lance Lynn. And, and look, it, it tracks kind of with what the Cardinals have done lately. And just when I was about to try and figure out WTH was going on, I realized that that was a parody account that had posted that. So if you got got by the Jaime Garcia news on Friday, that was that was fake. It was a myth. I almost fell for it. It didn't happen. I'm not saying it won't happen, but it didn't happen <laughs> on Friday. So you can you can calm down a little bit about that. If you haven't already, calm down already. Hey, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. Your answers on today's KavanaughCars.com question were hilarious and uh, certainly made me swell on a Monday. Keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Kate and Wes at 3. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow. And Randy at 7, RWRC Radio comes your way with JC at 10. And we'll be back tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. For Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.